I am Baruch Van, you are listening to JMAP Life Academy. In this week's session, this is the seventh segment, we'll discuss the inner strength, having the inner strength to stay true to your long-term goals. So let's give a listen. Thank you for joining us tonight, JMAP Life Academy. I believe you are up to the seventh segment. Seven weeks, wow. Time flies. Time flies. And tonight's topic is inner strength which follows on the topic of setting goals. So last week we spoke about how to, how to set a goal for yourself and how you have to have kind of like this broader consciousness of what your long-term goals are because let's not kid ourselves, every step we take in trying to accomplish our short-term goals is affected by our long-term goals. And if we're able to stay, stay focused on task for what we're trying to get out of now for later, then we'll succeed. Because the definition of success is when it feeds towards, when it sets you up to continue to succeed. But when it's a standalone accomplishment, it's an accomplishment, it's an achievement, it's not a success. So, I'm sure everybody sat down. I actually, there are people that messaged me that they were making this whole list okay, of what they're long term. I know some people here are, are thinking like that. And you might have noticed as you're compiling this list, Hey, wait a second. These things are really hard to do. Especially going through Yom Kippur, I'm sure a lot of those types of goals were on everyone's heads anyways. And then you're thinking like, hey, these are really hard to do, and I'm not good at doing them. And last Yom Kippur, I decided I was going to do them. And, and uh, so why is it going to be any different now, right? Just because Rabbi Van had a class about it. Like, why is that going to change anything? The, meaning to say, our long-term goals are often let's say, more altruistic, or at least less physicality-centered. Billion dollars! Sorry. <laughs> I'll cough there. I hope it's not Corona. <laughs> and, uh, our long-term medicine, goals. Right. With who? You need medicine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me get you to take over our medicine cabinet over here. Where have I used to say, if you ever need anything done, look in the phone book for Tony's Garage. Like, look for an entry that says, Tony's Garage, we fix everything. <laughs> Give him a call. Do whatever you want. They'll do your dirty work. Sean's going to call him up. There's a rabbi already on Big Hill Road. <laughs> I just need him to, to understand a few things. I'm just going to cut that all out of the recording. Anyways, a lot of our, our long-term goals are more altruistic, or the, even if they're not altruistic per se, they're less focused on physicality and more focused on things that take certain grit, certain determination to see them through to the end. And, and to make sure we stay on task for those things as we're working on our short-term goals is really hard. It's really hard. Like last week I gave an example which doesn't really play on this so much. Last week I talked about which classes in school you will or will not take seriously based on what your long-term goals are for your career. Doesn't plan that so much. But let's say the other way. Let's say you're going for, for medical school. Okay? If you're going for medical school and you have to take certain classes in, in college seriously, it's, it's going to be hard because your human nature is to not, not take it so seriously, to not color code all your notes and review them 10 times, to not uh, um, pay attention to everything the droning professor is saying, right? We want to check our social media while he's talking, for sure. So it's not so easy to stay on task. It's not so easy to stay focused. And we know, even though we know that we'll feel the results of that lack when it comes the time 
for the next step, we won't be set up to continue on to the next best thing as well. Maybe we will, not as well. Still, it's really hard. Still really hard. Knowing that, even if you review it every day, let's say you sit down every day with your notebook and you go over your long-term goals. It definitely helps, by the way. That does for sure help. It helps you maintain focus. It helps you, it helps you when you are in the moment of decision to make the right decision, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Still, when you're exhausted, let's say at 12 o'clock at night, your friends are having a blast right there in the room and you want to continue that with them and, and you just don't have the strength to say, no, I need to be alert the next day. It happens. And that's the struggle. So it's really not enough to just know what your long-term goals are. It's really not enough. And the question is, why not? Why can't we just do what it makes sense to do? First of all. Second of all, how can we learn to do what makes sense to do? Right? Why can't we do it? And how can we learn to do it? Why can't we just be like these, you know, robotic intellectual creatures who can just get done what we think is important to get done? Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, lots of that stuff is fun. Just going, remembering it now. Lots of that stuff is fun and dumb. But, but let's just... Why, why is it so hard to just get past ourselves and, and get it done? So that's what tonight is going to be about. That's what it means, inner strength. How do you find the inner strength to stay true to your goals? Now, as a, as a side note, I hope it's not, you know, I hope we're not like racist here. I hope my, my beard isn't like making everybody think that I'm talking about, about um, Jewish pursuits and religious goals, because I'm not. The same holds true no matter what you're pursuing here. I do have another class about, about the Jewish ideal for what your goals should be, and we're getting there. But we're not there yet, and this advice applies equally no matter what your goals in life are. It's the Torah's wisdom, and it applies to every, no matter what your goals are. You can be a serial killer, or you can have, you can have design... You, you're not, no, you're not allowed to be a serial killer, but I'm just saying, even if you want to accomplish being a serial killer, you could apply the same process, okay? Is anybody... Are you laughing because there's somebody here who's done that? Tony. Tony. <laughs> so the first thing is we have to talk about stamina let's talk about stamina that means to say we make a big mistake where as soon as we think or as soon as we as soon as we have that revelation of how we need to be in order to succeed, we decide we are going to be that today or tomorrow, like the latest, right? When we decide that we have to be more organized, that means that tomorrow we're going to be more organized, or today even, more organized. What are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? Sean, when you set out to get yourself a six-pack, how many weeks and months is it going to take? How many weeks and a month? How many weeks or months is it going to take? At least six. Too many. The process isn't to. At least the process is not to be that, right? Even if you're all set up for success, the process doesn't mean that you start doing that thing. You have to get there. You have to get there. When you decide you want to be more organized, or if you decide that you have to be more focused on your classes, whatever, 
have to realize that you're contending with a problem with doing that. Because we're not machines, we're not robots, and the fact that we haven't done it until now isn't even because we didn't realize it. It's because there's, we're contending with some force of our human nature which is pushing against it. Okay? And that's where stamina comes in. Shlomo HaMelech, the wise King Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, taught, when you don't develop a path, any path that you're not currently developing doesn't just stay empty. Let's say, let's say you're not developing your athletic abilities. Okay? That path doesn't just stay empty so that the first day that you, you want to start developing your athletic abilities, you're starting from square one. No, it's not empty. As, you, as you're not spending time developing it, all sorts of negative influences are developing there. As long as you're not giving it attention, you develop negative influences there. And he gives the example of a field. If you're cultivating a field, good, it'll grow. If you leave it, it doesn't not grow anything. It grows weeds and, and shrubs and thorns and thistles. And, and, and the soil turns over rocks. Okay? And when you come to, to cultivate that field, you have a month's work ahead of you at least before you can even start planting. Okay? So why should we think it's any different? So like the same thing, like let's say you want to start working on a six-pack. It's not even, not only are you not going to have a six-pack tomorrow or today, We'll never have one. You even have to spend like... <laughs> Thank you. Come on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Pass the Pass it. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Not only are you not going to have one today, your first step isn't even to start getting into shape for it. You first have to condition yourself to be able to work out consistently. If you... Sorry, let me rephrase that because I didn't include enough information in, 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 this, in the example. If you're not a person who's into his physical... physical, I said, I said it normally before. What did I say before? No, no, I said something else before. Conditions. What? I don't know. If you're not a person who's into that, and now you start by saying, I want to get a six-pack, you first have to spend a month getting into a workout routine. Okay? You can't get off the couch into a six-pack, there are, there's all sorts of six-pack routines, you know, you do like, you know, these amounts of sit-ups and this type of crunches with the legs, you know, I've done, I've gone through those stages, even though it doesn't look like it, and it's all, or like the thousand push-up, you know, the thousand push-up race, you do like increase a certain amount every day, I had a friend who was into that, but by like, I think by like four or five hundred, it was taking him so long just to do them, and it was doing it so fast, it was actually like an aerobic workout, and he just dropped it, because it wasn't doing anything more for his, his, shape like he could it was take he was bored you know what it was more cardio at that point yeah so so um your your job you you don't get off the couch for the first time to go into a thousand push-up routine you have to first get you have to first work against the fact that you've never had a workout routine before you're able to have specific goals in your workout routine okay so it's the same thing if you want to get more organized, just go with that example. You don't start by taking the steps to get your life organized. Because while you spent your years not being organized, all sorts of rocks and shrubs and thorns and weeds have grown up in that part of your psyche. And so you first have to build up the stamina so that when you enter that process, you'll be successful. Boom. That's it. I put it out there, right? That's the main... The main 
first point. That's why we're not able to do it. I mean, we're not, we're not silly. We don't think we are. First of all, we think that today or tomorrow will be that thing that we want to be. And that's not true. It's a process. Second of all, we think we can start the process today. No. First, you have to condition yourself to be able to walk down that path. And this is just common sense. How can I give an example? How do you condition yourself? So in, in, uh, in the world at large, there's, there's something called, there's, there's training and then there's endurance training. Do you guys know the, the cookie test? The free will, the, the willpower cookie test? Marshmallow test? Was it marshmallow test? Marshmallow, marshmallow test. Remember the details? Remember the details? No, I just know So I think it was like, they told kids, <laughs> if you eat the marshmallow, they, they, they put a marshmallow in front of kids. That if you eat it now, you can eat it now. If you eat it now, that's it. You should get one marshmallow. But if you wait, I don't know, 15 minutes, you get two marshmallows. And no one, I don't know, like crazy percent, low percentages of people did it. And by the way, the ones who were able to do it, I think they follow them. Well, yeah, they follow them. It's like much more successful in life. That's an endurance thing. So you can't, you can't build up your willpower by, by putting yourself through endurance tests. Endurance wears away at your willpower. It doesn't build it up. So you can't get yourself ready for a regimen by putting yourself through that regimen that you're not ready for. So let's just come back to organizing, right? You're not going to be able to keep your, your work area organized. You're not going to be able to learn to do that by putting yourself through organiza- organizational tasks. You first have to build up the willpower or the stamina which you're lacking in that area to be able to approach that. So let's say, what, how, how would I do that? Um, let's say I would, I would pick an item that I use throughout my day and I would take it upon myself to put it back where it belongs by the end of the day. And it would have to be something that doesn't, it doesn't take endurance to do that. You know, like I'm not going to start by saying, I'm going to have a place for everything on my desk and nothing is going to go out of its place. No, that's what you find difficulty doing. So first, you have, to, you have to kind of clear away the weeds and the rocks and the shrubs that grew up, that grew in that place by starting to get yourself used to that, that ability or force in human psyche that does that thing. And then, let's say after a couple of weeks of doing that, maybe you want to add another thing. And then after a couple of weeks of doing both successfully every day, then maybe you want to start looking into um, how, how people's, like, you know, like on the web, you have all these people who do like personal planning, like how they organizing, how they suggest to organize it, and then try to implement that plan. And then try to st- start taking steps towards that. Okay? So whatever your, your big long-term goals are, whatever your big long-term goals are, if you find yourself in the short-term goals, being lax and not keeping focused on your long-term goals, you have to realize that there's probably a lack of stamina in that area, which, which is stopping you from keeping to those goals. And so don't take on first trying to, to walk down that path before you first take on some sort of, some sort of resolution, which will help you build the stamina that it will take for you to get down that path. Okay, like I'll give you a great example of this. Working out, if I would want to take on a workout regimen, I would first start going for 20-minute walks every day. Why? There's no endurance there. It's not an endurance test. It's just 
to, that will help me develop the headspace of having a workout in my life. It'll help me carve out that space in my life, develop the habit. And once that habit is developed, I can start a workout regimen that every time I go into the regimen, I'm not feeling like, oh, I really wish I wasn't doing this now. No, because I'm used to having a workout time in my day. It's not just about the habit. It's about when you start, I'm going to go into detail here, even though it's about working out and that's none of our goals, except you and you. It's none of our goals, but, but uh, the example will help us understand how to apply it. Okay? When you go to work out, it's not the problem that it's not on your schedule. You have this like feeling in you of like, you know, like, I'm gonna demonstrate like, uh, you know, like, I'm sorry for the people listening. You can't like, I, I can't describe it. That's why I had to show it visually. Like, like not, <laughs> no, they're not live. I'm saying during Zoom, like that's how. Yeah, oh, that's how you felt. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, like, and now I want to get up and go run. Like, look at me. Like, my arms and legs are pulling me to the ground. It's just gravity. It's not me. <laughs> Newton's fault, you know. It was Newton, right? It was. Was it Newton? Yeah. Okay, so it's funny. One of those guys. It wasn't a joke on purpose. Anyways, so yeah, so you have that feeling. So you have a will to work out, but you have a feeling pushing hard against that will, and your will is not strong enough. I feel this 100%. <laughs> Once you get into the habit, you carve out a time in your day to get up and go exercise, what you've done is you've conditioned the feeling of not wanting to go exercise outside of an endurance setting so that it behaves. That feeling behaves now. And when you get up to go running, it leaves you alone, or at least enough that your will is stronger. That's the first step. You have to condition yourself, build up your stamina. The second thing, and this is the more important one by far, at least for short-term success. For long-term success, the first one is more important because in the long-term, it's your stamina that will carry you through. Long-term goals have rough patches. They have real endurance tests. Most, most of our endurance issues are not like real endurance tests. Like they're just personal endurance, but they're not like record-breaking endurance, you know? But most long-term goals have real endurance tests. I've been told that in the world of psychology or social work, whatever, it's, in marriage, seven years of marriage is considered to be a hurdle that most people don't have it in them to get over. And that even if they successfully remain married, it's not with the same happiness that they had before. And many people don't successfully remain married. They call it, I don't know, the seven-year itch or something, I don't know. So that's like, that, that's a endurance test. You understand? That's an endurance test. Let's say you, let's say you pursue, uh, let's say you pursue a medical career. I don't know, I'm guessing. Maybe a residency is an endurance test. Or maybe getting out on your own to develop your own practice is an endurance test. That's not a personal endurance test. That, that does take a lot of stamina, a lot of personal inner strength to get done, right? So... The, this first thing we just said, that's going to be what takes you all the way. But for right now, it's important. It's not the most important. It's not, it's not the most effective thing you can do. It's effective. It's only minimally effective. Why is it only minimally effective? Because we're so affected by our context and our setting. This is just such a timely example. Who felt on Yom Kippur like they were ready to be a completely different person, especially by the end, you know? 
Like all the things that you expect from yourself on a regular day, on Yom Kippur you feel like, oh, yeah, I can clinch that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be different from now on, right? It's only the next night, for sure gone. Maybe it was like five to ten minutes that that lasted. After the shofar goes, it's, you know, like, maybe like by, until like you get home, like, maybe tell the second until you realize that you already finished eating. What? <laughs> no jokes from Queens. Until, <laughs> until like, until you got like, you know, like, you're already like three bagels in. You're like, wait, did I eat already? You know, like, toast, just toast. So I'm not going to go into it now. Is it real? Is it not real? It's real. Okay, fine. But I just want to bring out from there how much we're affected by our settings. How much we're affected by our settings. Still hungry? Still hungry? I take care of you, John. I take care of you. We're so affected by our context, by our surroundings. Not only our emotions... Not only our emotions, listen, you know, you can listen to the podcast again, but it's not like learning it the first time in person. You, not only our emotions, our stamina, our stamina is affected by our setting, our context, right? I know you love the hot pink forks. It's okay. Listen, I'm working on myself, you know, it shows. Our stamina changes. Our stamina changes. Go out tomorrow and try to fast all by yourself when no one's expecting you to fast. An hour, maybe. I've tried it. I've tried it on purpose. Why? Okay, so you're. Oh, I felt that way with the fast with the dalia. I was like, nobody in my family understood what it was. And I was just like banging by myself. Did you make it? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what made my Yom Kippur fast so much easier. Because you were already conditioned yeah. a little bit. So our setting, our setting, shh. It's my house. This is my house. It's my house. Don't worry, my kids also don't get quiet when I want them to be quiet. <laughs> So you're like my boy, you're like my kid. Bring out the belt, bro. Nah, this is Ashkenazi house. Candy, candy. Um, everyone's like, what? I wish I got candy instead of being beaten. What? He said it, not me. Kill him, kill him with love, kill him with kindness. Um, it feels very quiet you, this goes to show, I really, I just want to beat you. <laughs> if I was a Sephardic rabbi, that's it. You give them the, you catch the light. Okay, okay. Our, our, very, our very stamina is affected by our context. That's why in Yom Kippur, it's rough to fast. It's not a difficult decision when you're surrounded by people who are doing it too. When you're in that vibe, in that moment, in that context, okay? So the next key, and this is for the beginning stages of your life's path, for your long-term goals, this is paramount. You have to surround yourself with a community of people, with a support group of people who value and are pursuing those same goals. How hard is it? Is there someone here doing pre-med in Queens College? Used to. <laughs> no, I know there's a guy. I met a guy on Thursday. I mean, there were tons of guys. There were tons of guys here on Thursday. But I met a guy on Thursday pursuing pre-med in Queens College. It's got to be rough. 
it's got to be rough because it's not such a focus there. No, I don't know. I couldn't remember that. So I thought, Ask you did it for one semester. You did it for one semester? You did it for one semester, you said? How many guys did you know that were doing it? Yeah. In QC? Brandon, Diane? Pause. Brandon, Diane? Was pursuing medicine and he switched to law? He switched to finance slash law, yeah. I didn't know he was pre-med. For a semester. I'm just saying, Queens College is not known for its pre-med program. Right, right, no, fine. My point is, it must it must be very difficult to pursue it successfully. You don't have that support. You don't have that, you don't have that context which makes it an obvious choice for you to perform the way you need to perform. Your boys are not with you. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Now, on the other hand, on the other hand, you go to Stony Brook, okay? You go to Stony Brook, and it, you'll have a much easier time pursuing dental. You'll have a much easier time not staying up late having fun, but rather studying and then going to bed when that's what everyone's expecting you to do and not in a judgy way expecting you, just that's the natural thing for you to be doing in your context. That's what everybody else is doing. That's what everybody else is doing. And not in a shallow way, okay? Our stamina is different based on our setting. It's 100%. Okay? And this is the single most important thing you can do to get yourself on track to, to accomplish your long-term goals is to change your setting. And I'll be honest, I was in a group of guys who were pursuing, who were pursuing cure of skills, outreach skills. And I know a guy who was considering the same thing. Um, a lot of people were drawn to this particular program because of the presenters, incredible presenters, unbelievable presenters. And a friend of mine was considering the same thing and he asked his rabbi from America, this is all in the New Shalim, in Jerusalem, he asked Rabbi from America, is this something I should look into? And Rabbi said, do you want to be in outreach? He said, no, I don't want to be in outreach. He said, so you shouldn't look into it. <laughs> Why? Because you're very, that's not even a stamina thing. Just in general, you're influenced. You're very influenced by your context, by your surroundings. And this is the single lar- biggest thing you can do to assure your success in your long-term path. If you value family over money, if you value money over family, if you value um, a conservative ideal and not a, not a liberal ideal, if you value a liberal ideal, whatever your long-term goals, whatever values they're based on, and whatever your, your, whatever your long-term goals actually are, if you want to live in a penthouse in Manhattan and be making it that way, even, it, doesn't, it doesn't even depend specific, it could be very broad, it could be very narrow. Okay, pursuing medical field is very narrow. In general, not, not regarding what your career path is, but the level of success, then you want to be surrounding yourself by people who are similarly focused on that type of success. Okay? If you have a religious ideal, if you want to be successful religiously, hands down, the best place to be is yeshiva or a seminary where other people are similarly focused. And if you're not, you're reinventing the wheel, so to speak. You're, in all of these things, if you want to pick a goal... Remember, since the last week, everybody's thinking about what their long-term goals are, obviously. If you have a long-term goal and you want to hone in on it, zero in on it, if you're not surrounding yourself by people who are similarly focused on that type of a goal, respect that goal, value it, are pursuing it, then you're giving yourself an uphill struggle, which is probably next to impossible to, to accomplish. I'm not going to say impossible. Human beings are capable of ridiculous things, but next to impossible, Okay. Like you said, you know tons of guys who dropped out of pre-medical college. Me personally, 
No knocks. No knocks. I'm not knocking that. promised me four years of no studying. Who promised you that? Ben Salamani? I studied for two years. That's right. The other two were given to me. I studied for two years. So, uh... Yeah, that's the single most important thing you can do for your long-term success, okay? So that's, let's, let's quickly sum it up. Inner strength, how to have the inner strength to pursue your long-term goals. First of all, why is it so difficult? Because in the absence of pursuing that path, all sorts of psychology and emotions develop which oppose that, that type of work. And so in order to set yourself down that path, first you have to get used to clearing out all that garbage to be able to go down that path before you even start it. And then, like the example we gave, to start going for a walk every day, if you want to develop an exercise regimen before you start the regimen, just start developing the idea that you exercise. Then, uh, then you'll be able to build up the stamina to go through endurance training. And you need that for later, okay? You need this, you need stamina, you need endurance for later mm. if you don't want to just be mediocre-literatively mm. successful. Apparently, I have not done this with English grammar. Medi- no, that's correct. Mediocratively? Mediocrity. Mediocrity? Mediocrity. 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 <clears throat> I shouldn't say that, to continue growing your success and not just staying at the level of success that you're at. The second thing is, which is more important for now, is to surround yourself in a setting, surround yourself in a context, surround yourself with people who value those goals and are also pursuing them. Okay? And um, uh, the next topic is, the next topic is what the Torah perspective is on what the, like we said last week, the longest, most far-reaching goal are what we have to bear in mind in order to be successful. Okay, not just the next one, not just the one after that. The longest, most far-reaching, sorry, the most important and most far-reaching goals are the ones that we have to be thinking about in the interim, what the Torah opinion about that is, and how to approach that topic. That will be next week. Next week is going to be in the Sukkot. But there's no social distancing. No, I'm serious. I don't have the capacity in the sukkah for social distance. So uh, in the sukkah, it's only whoever's comfortable crowding in. And if you're not, I understand you listen to the podcast like usual. Anybody who has to miss a week is not a problem. Where's the dream sukkah being? You didn't see it. Oh, it's done. What do you mean? It's done. Thank you for listening to JMAP Life Academy, the seventh segment on having the inner strength to accomplish your long-term goals. Please join us next week when we discuss the Torah perspective. What does the Torah think is our greatest and longest-term goal that we can have in this life?